it's Hugh and Picks. Welcome back to the Cycle Podcast. I'm Hugh. What up, Picks? Not much. We're back. We took a hiatus. Yeah, we took a little took a little break from the dang podcast. You know, we had a hurricane. Yep, big Ida. Big Ida, and we um, we also just kind of took a break, didn't we? Yeah. So there wasn't much to talk about, to be honest. There really wasn't much going on in the world or in sports. There was. You know, we talked about the Afghanistan thing, and um, that was the last thing. I feel like nothing really huge has happened since then. But, you know, we had the LSU football game last weekend, so we had to... Uh, sadly. Sadly had that, so we had to get a few words out on that. Words of the people, you know? Yeah. So, I watched with my dad, and he uh, he wasn't very happy. I wasn't very happy. I think uh, my mom wasn't very happy because... We were yelling at the TV so much, uh, she couldn't really get any work done. So um, I wanted to see what uh, what was it like watching at home for you? Like, were your parents mad, or were you mad, or how was the how were the vibes in the in the Pixley house? Um, I probably yelled at Max Johnson through my TV screen about ten times. Mm-hmm. I would not hop off him. I I yelled a lot, but my dad was more on the side. Of um, like he thinks we're pretty bad too, like LSU is. But he also said UCLA looks really good because he's a big Chip Kelly fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was definitely very mad. I hated to watch that game. I I quit watching after the halftime, and I just like kept checking in on score updates and stats because there's no way I could have made myself watch any more of that game. Yeah, coach. Um, coach uh, Chip Kelly, he kind of looks like a. Uh... He kind of looks like what my middle school math teacher, Coach Tibb. You know Coach Tibb, I think. Yeah. So I, the whole time, I, that's all I could think about. I was like, bro, why is Coach Tibb out there? It was really funny. He's, um, he's, um, Co- Coach, I mean, I'm not, honestly, I, personally, I'm not surprised at the outcome of the game. B- before the game, I kind of had some, like, false confidence, I think. I was like, oh, yeah, Elisha's going to be great. But I say that every year because I'm, like, kind of a homer. You know, I'm a huge fan. So going into the game, I was like, okay, this is going to be great. And then uh, LSU lays an egg against UCLA. So let's take a look at the uh, the problems of that game. I got I got the number one problem. And I've said this on this podcast before, actually. I think I, I, I honestly may have been one of the first people to come out and say it because a lot of people are scared to say it. But hashtag fire Coach O. I agree. In 2019... Great players made a great coach. It was a fluke year. He had a great coordinator yeah. on offense and defense. He had Dave Aranda. You know where Dave Aranda went? To be the head coach of Baylor. Yeah. Okay. Um, Joe Brady, our offensive passing coordinator. I didn't even know that was a thing until 2019. Yeah. But the dude was a dog. Okay. Yeah. He literally set up our offense perfectly. Coach O, he kind of... Coach O was just there, dude. Yeah. And the thing about Coach O is... Um... Look, I would tolerate I would tolerate him not doing anything if the, as long as the team was good because his job as the head coach isn't necessarily to coach the team as much as it is to make sure the team is good. Like that's his job, and so like if you're going to take the the core like good coordinator position, like I'm just going to get a lot of good coordinators. Well, you got to get good coordinators, yeah, and, and good players, and good players, and he hasn't even done that. And uh, worst of all, he's I mean I don't want to get into his personal life, but I mean. When you're coming out with pictures of you and ladies in the bed, like, and it's not just one occasion, like, it's a bad look on the school, and it's a bad look on the state. So, like, 
I'm thinking like what's what's good about Coach O at this point? Like what does he what does he bring to the table at this point? And to me, it's nothing. So that's my take on that. Um, Larry, Co- I think he Larry Cokered. He's his way into uh, Larry Coker was the coach of the 2001 Miami team. Okay, that makes sense. And uh, they they got lucky and yeah, I mean he got lucky with a legendary team talent wise, and they won the national championship. But he wasn't necessarily a great coach. That's kind of like exactly in my opinion coach at Ogeron so I just want to see what you thought about that uh let's take a look at the game okay so the three or the first problem for me was the offensive line I wanted to uh pick your brain about that what did you think about the offensive line I I mean yes they were bad especially against I think UCLA's Pac-12 maybe Pac-10 yeah um, they were not as good as they should have been. But not only that, but they gave Max Johnson time to complete some check down passes, some passes that were open. He couldn't make a read. And even whenever he made a right read for once, he missed them. Mm-hmm. He couldn't make the pass. I mean, I couldn't tell if I was watching Stevie Wonder or Max <laughs> Johnson out there. <laughs> oh, dude, that's funny. So I, I agree with you on Max Johnson. I don't think he performed um, – I didn't think he looked like 2020 Max Johnson, who was pretty promising. I mean, he has a lot of things that he can clean up. I think he has potential, though. But the main, I mean, he made some really dumb plays, too, like the throw behind the back. Yeah. That was very dumb. Um, but um, I think if it were not for the O-line being so bad, maybe he would have done better. And it, here's where here's where the proof of that lies. I think we, we had maybe like four yards of total rushing that whole game. And Ty Davis Price, as we saw twenty twenty and twenty nineteen, is is not a bad uh is not a bad running back historically. So, so I think uh, the offensive line had a lot to do with that. And you know Max Johnson's young, but the the O line isn't like young. Like they've they've been they've been playing for like four or five years, all of them. But they just suck, dude. I'm serious. So, and you you got a backup center, a six string center playing right guard after Deculus gets injured. It's ridiculousness to me, dude. The team's in disarray, and it's uh, it's an embarrassment. So, And another problem is that they're trying to make us a passing offense. We can't pass the ball. Max Johnson cannot hit a pass at all. I mean, when, you can't make a game plan around players that can't do something. Yeah. Like, why not try? Why, why wouldn't you just try rushing the ball? Think yeah. about it. LSU, over the years, we barely ever have good quarterbacks. I yeah. mean, we had uh, Zach Mattenberger. He he was decent in college. He's decent. Obviously, Joe Burrow. Okay, that that's yes. a given. And that's um, it. Who? No, Rohan Davey. Yeah, but that was like 20 years ago. Like my yeah, dad was Jamarcus in Russell, Yeah, Jamarcus but Russell. But recently, no, we haven't had a good quarterback besides uh, Burrow. Burrow. So why would you not try and rely on the rushing game? I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah, I agree. And, and every time well, – and the worst part about it is every time – Every time we did try, dude, it just we just looked we just looked like we were getting bullied by them. Our O line on both sides of the ball, and and that takes me to flipping it on defense. You take all those problems on offense, and you combine uh, the big plays, um, and our, you, you know, it's a cliche, but the game is won in the won and lost in the trenches, and so when you have, when you have a a team getting dominated like that, up front. Dude, and especially especially by um, a Pac-12 team, 
dude, what are you gonna? What do you think you're gonna get against an SEC school? How do you think LSU is gonna look against Alabama? We're gonna get creamed, dude. It's gonna be very bad. I can. I'm telling you right now, dude. It's gonna be very bad. It's gonna be a bad year, and I'm really scared for uh, this team. So. Yeah, on defense, we left a tight end open, a tight end, and he ran the ball or he got the ball or whatever. And the run after catch, he went like 80 yards or something like you can't leave a tight end open and not tackle him in the open field yeah for real dude and it's it's it looks just like last year so the tight end the tight end from like he was a good tight end like he wasn't bad but it was just lsu gets way more talent lsu should get better coaching and lsu's in a prominent recruiting spot we get the best recruiting classes so in my opinion, this loss falls on Coach O. We had all the advantages, and our team laid an egg, and he's responsible for our team. He, in the at the end of the day, is, is responsible for making sure our team does not do things like that. So I put it on Coach O. I think, personally, I think he's a uh, – he lucked into 2019. He lucked into 2018, which was another decent year. And he's finally showing his true colors, which um, – which are not good colors. They're not a good team. He's not a good coach, and they're going to have a tough year. And I like how this year you can't fall back on the COVID excuse anymore. Like, mm-hmm. uh, these people are redshirting. They're not playing or whatever and all that. Like, this year is, like, the real year. Like, this is the true test of the LSU Tigers, and so far it is not going very good. Yeah, I agree. Well, in other news, besides LSU, we have um, – we have the NFL preseason coming to a close, and you got um, we got the Saints and Bucks tonight. Um, or no, not the Saints and the Bucks. Uh, I forget. Bucks and Cowboys. Bucks and Cowboys tonight. Um, I'm personally rooting for uh, the Bucks. I got a few fantasy players on there, so um, can't wait to see what the NFL season brings to the table. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how Jameis Winston plays for the Saints. That's going to be very interesting. Um, what do you think about the Saints team this year? I'm going to be honest. I don't know that much because uh, I'm a Colts fan. Oh, uh, okay. But um, I do like how Taysom Hill isn't starting because I never thought he was good at quarterback. I agree. They need to use him how he is, just like that utility guy. And I saw a few passes that Winston made in the preseason, and it looked very impressive. He looks like an elite quarterback so far. But preseason doesn't mean all that because he's throwing those against third-string defensive backs. True. But it's still the ball placement that he made is very impressive and very elite. Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to be good. You know, Michael Thomas requested to leave the Saints. But I don't think he's that good. I think he's overrated. Yeah, he's uh he's been going down. The Saints down. are always like a decent team though. Like y'all are always at least like nine and five. Yeah. Eight and wait, nine and five don't even make sense, bro. Yeah. Nine and eight. Or nine like, and eight. It'd be no, nine I, and I know seven. I know what you're saying. We have decent years. We uh we haven't really been a bad team in a while. Last year was probably our worst year in a while, but like Drew Brees was coming to the end of his career and like it was just a lot of things were ending. I'm really looking forward to seeing Jameis Winston play. Me, personally, I'm also not a huge NFL fan, but I do look at it, and I'm probably going to watch it a lot more this year because it's my first year doing fantasy. So uh, I, get to see, uh, I get to see new players trying new things, and it's going to be really interesting. So, Wait, hold up. 
We have a little more time left. I need to tell you a story about fantasy football. All right, give it to me, bud. So my dad and your dad and a bunch of their friends, wherever they always, they used to always do a fantasy league every mm-hmm. year. And I think two year, 2019 was the last year they did it. And my dad just gave me the keys to his team. I drafted for him, did everything for him. I beat your dad and a bunch of other people in the league. Dude, give me some. Yeah. Well, uh, one day. Dude, we were supposed to do a fantasy league. Yeah, I don't even know what happened to that. We were supposed to do a fantasy league. I know, I tried setting up the draft and then... Dude, know. that's that's dumb, dude, because I'm... I'm, I'm in a dog one, at fantasy. I'm in one other one. I could have used uh, I could have used two teams just to make sure I don't suck in both or I don't know. I thing about fantasy for me is like it's really it's really interesting, but like um, I don't know, it gets kind of boring eventually. Like yeah. towards the end of the year, I'm like, okay, this is kind of boring now. But it's fun to see, especially if you bet or if you like or if you like uh, do dares or whatever. Yeah, like the loser, whatever. Yeah, so. That should be interesting, uh, especially when you're doing it with like your classmates, because you can yeah. like you can like make fun of them and stuff, and like <laughs> you can do uh you can do worse stairs. Okay, so that's gonna be that's gonna wrap it up for today, guys. Um, we have to get to school now, so thank you for tuning in and listening. It's been a while. I'm glad you guys are back. Um, picks, Hugh, good seeing you. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you guys later.